Then there was Tanya, an expert in science and, you know, technical stuff. She was so good, she actually knew how to set a timer on her VCR. For a bowl of cereal, turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible. But today it just doesn't feel possible. Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between. Things that keep you up at night and idiosyncrasy. Public matter, medicates and matches we can't see. Girls please to know where the nature of reality. Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between. Breakfast foods are bad times, the cartoons on the TV. Breakfast foods are bad times, the cartoons on the TV. I feel like I'm trapped in this, like, spot back here. Like, did we move the table when I was gone one weekend? I mean, but did we? No, I don't think so. It's just kind of gr- migrated on its own. Migrated? Making duck jokes? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Um, no, I just, uh, the table was very close against the wall, and I was, like, in a tiny... I noticed earlier you got ensnared in the curtains. <laughs> <sighs> you right there? I'm gonna try to fight Johans this whole time. What did you think of The Mighty Ducks, the animated series? This is great as I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was aware of this cartoon, but maybe had never seen it. What year was it from? 1996. 26 episodes. 1996. Hmm. What are you thinking about? How old I was when it came out. You were 11. Look how long that took me. 10. 10 or 11. Um, So, it just seems weird that someone elaborated on this idea so much. Well, okay. The Mighty Ducks, the movie, came out. I think it might be based on a book. What? I think it is. I think I got that from reading the the wiki. Okay, so the Mighty Ducks, the movie, the, the movie franchise, was maybe based off of a book, and then but they... But definitely based off an NHL team. No, I think they created the NHL team after the Mighty Ducks movies. Shit, we tried. I tried to do research, and now here, look, I don't even have the right research done. Oh, jeez. Okay. Is, this is embarrassing. So, it's a movie franchise about children playing hockey. And then it became real-life adults playing hockey. And then it became cartoon duck people playing <laughs> hockey. Alien cartoon duck people. Yes. Uh, who also fight crime. Yeah. But also are the Mighty Ducks team, and they play in the Anaheim Pond. And they're their own mascot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and their secret base for crime fighting is also the Anaheim Pond. Yes. And they fight... Dragons. From another planet. Yeah. But the dragons and the ducks were both from another universe. So I don't know if it's just like an alternate universe or if it's like... Do you think at any point in the creation of this cartoon they were like, yeah, it's going to be about kids that play hockey? 
Or do you think that from the beginning they were like, no, it's about superhero ducks that play hockey? I think they wanted superhero ducks. Um, so I before we started, I read the whole backstory of how the Mighty Ducks, the animated series characters, came to be. Okay. And I noticed it was incredibly complicated and it was a rich... It was just until they ran out of duck puns. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a rich backstory. And I was like, I was like, oh, how am I going to try to explain this on the episode? But then we watched the pilot, so... You kind of got it with me. But there's, like, a lot going on here for how we got to this incarnation of characters. Okay. They come from a planet called Puck World, where it's completely inhabited by ducks who play hockey. Like, hockey is everything there. Yeah, and their their great ancient hero was, like, the greatest hockey player. He's, like, a, a Jesus-like hockey player who duck. saved them. It's a Jesus-like duck hockey player <laughs> who saved them from the invading Dragonians. They actually say that they're not even... a magical e- mask. Yeah. They actually say that they're not even sure he existed. That's true. But they find his mask. Well, at first, all of the planet, yeah. the inhabitants of Puck World aren't sure if he existed. But, like, we see... Well, the Puck- ones... You know, there's the ducks that go on on Easter and Christmas, and then there's... <laughs> um, and what do you think peeps look like on Puck World? Oh, I don't know. So, the uh, we see Puck World, and there's just lots of... Do they have rubber people that they play with? <laughs> That's what I was... <laughs> That's what I thought it was going to be. And if you put the people in the microwave, they get all big and fluffy. <laughs> um, so, on Puck World, there are just anthropomorphic ducks everywhere. And yeah. they're all skating around. They don't walk anywhere because the whole planet is ice. And they they skate to places. They use hockey sticks to accomplish tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, let's just get out of the way right now. All the ducks have fingers. Yeah. For any of our do. dedicated <laughs> listeners that were wondering... The ducks have fingers. They all have five fingers. Can't fly at all, which is one of the defining features of ducks. <laughs> one of the coolest things that they do. Well, you they know... They do all have uh, corkscrew penises, though. <laughs> <laughs> and bread is really bad for them. <laughs> yeah, just a PSA for anyone who doesn't know. Bread is bad for ducks. Yeah. Don't give it to them. It's what your mom takes you to feed ducks at, like, the pond when you're a little kid. But you're actually just, like, almost poisoning them. <laughs> just to Give them grapes. Ducks love grapes. Yeah. Just, we're, we want... If anything else, we if we accomplish nothing else with this podcast, that's what we want or people to know. Or hockey gear. They love hockey gear. Yeah. Um, or corkscrew condoms. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Puck World has this hero who saved them a long time ago from these Saurian overlords. What was his name? Drake? Oh, DeCoin was his last name. That's all I remember. Drake DeCoin. Okay, yeah, okay. he has the mask. Okay, so they have statues of him. He's a legend. And uh, all of the Saurian overlords were destroyed except for one. And that sorry, uh, they were apparently banished to some sort of interdimensional limbo for thousands of years. Yeah, the interdimensional limbo is mentioned several times. Yes. So, uh, one of them, the last remaining Saurian overlord, is in hiding above Puck World, and they come out of hiding to attack, and they just completely destroy the whole planet. Almost. 
Yeah. They enslaved the planet. There were many, um, there were many, like, actually very funny jokes in this episode that I liked a lot. Uh, I'd say the the funniest joke was right in the opening, which yeah, yeah. was... So, we gotta, but before, before you say this, we gotta say that this whole backstory is being told to us as the Mighty Ducks manager, played by Jim Belushi, Belushi is explaining to the police chief why there are crime-fighting anthropomorphic ducks who play hockey running <laughs> yes. around the streets of Anaheim. So it's all exposition. Like, every time we come back from a commercial break... He's like, so like I was saying. Yeah, yeah. The police chief, like, catches us up as to where we were, and then Jim Belushi starts telling the story again. Anyway, say the the really funny joke at the beginning that had us laughing. The, the detective, the cop for the Anaheim police, is reading a newspaper about how... Uh, these mystery crime-fighting ducks foiled another bank robbery, and he gets all mad and flustered, and then he, like, looks down further, and the next article is cop aggravated by hero ducks, or, <laughs> or aggravated by duck headline or yeah, something. Yeah, that was very funny. Uh, but the next joke that I liked is when the planet is getting, right, like, seconds before the planet is destroyed, one duck says to another, so I says to the guy, insurance, who needs that? <laughs> Yeah, everyone knows kids love a good insurance joke. <laughs> uh, so the Saurians come out of hiding, they destroy the planet, and then our band of heroes, who are friends since childhood, they play hockey together. They, they form like a, a band of resistance. There's like a, a Duck John Connor who yeah, like, his name His name's Kennard. Yeah. And he... like John went- Kennard. <laughs> He went into like the his duck- mother is Sarah Kennard, <laughs> Jesus Christ. leader of the resistance. So yeah, so he when he was young, he went into like the duck resistance, and and his friend Wildwing. Wildwing is the main protagonist of the show. Like a robot duck came back in time and tried to kill Sarah Kennard, but then, <laughs> but then they escaped, and then. The, the same type of robot duck came back and worked with John Kennard uh, fly- to, to save him. Flyer Reese <laughs> had sex with Sarah Kennard. <laughs> okay, so... God, now I don't even remember where the fuck it was. He threw me off. Oh, so so Kennard is, is in the Resistance. He comes back right at the time of this... Uh, conveniently at the time of this attack. He helps our band of heroes led by Wildwing. Yes. And um, in the ensuing fight to stop Draconis, the last Saurian overlord, played by Tim Curry and his goon played by Clancy Brown. Yeah, Clancy Brown always plays the goon. Yeah. <laughs> he literally played the goon. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a fight. Kennard ends up dying in the fight. He, he gives his secret goalie mask to Wildwing as he's dying. The, the mask of... The great Drake Duquesne. It is the same mask. Legendary hero, because it allows them to see through the invisibility cloaks that the Saurians use. We're going to talk about that invisibility bullshit. Okay, so... It was the 90s. Invisibility was a big thing. <laughs> uh, so, now Wildwing is the leader. Wildwing, by the way, played by Ian Ziering, the from? guy, The guy from all the Sharknado movies. <laughs> Um, let's look at this cast. It's ridiculous how many people. The cast is Ian Ziering, Jeff Bennett, Jennifer Hale, who was asked to be on the Flannel Kicks podcast one time, yeah. Brad Garrett, Jen Belushi, 
Dennis Franz, Tim Curry, Clancy Brown, Frank Welker, Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. He's like one of the most famous voice actors of all time. Jeff Bennett, I would say, is probably in that category as well. Well, I mean, all the people on this show, like, had a big run on animated series, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so, then they, our team with the mask, they escape... To, they escape to the nearest planet they can get to, I guess. Yeah, this Earth. whole th- the whole battle takes place in the the whole like wormhole. Wormholes are another really big thing from like '90s sci-fi and cartoons. Well, ducks eat worms, so. But the Saurians created the wormhole. Do Saurians eat worms? I don't know what Saurians eat. Uh, well, at any rate, they both li- species end up crash landing on Earth. Yes, yes, I forgot the bad guys land in Anaheim as well. The bad guys, of course, their goal is to fix their shit, and I I don't even know what their goal is at that point. Are they going to fly back to the planet where they were bested and and kicked out? You know, I was thinking about this, and they never explain why the Saurians want to take over Duck World, or Puck World, excuse me. Yeah. But I think I get it. Why? It's a planet almost entirely made of ice. That's, like, a lot of water. If your planet is low on water, if you're from, like, a desert planet... Well, I, I wrote down... I, I think that it's... It seems weird... Okay, we had... in biker mice from Mars, as an example here. Okay. We have the biker mice uh-huh. from, from Mars. Yes. And their enemies are cats. Correct. So, naturally, the, the analog here would be ducks... And their natural to dragons, <laughs> you know, the natural predator of but, ducks. And at first, I was like, "Well, this is ridiculous." But then I was like, "Well, dragons breathe fire. Ducks, with their precious ice rinks, probably don't want dragons around because they would ruin so many hockey games." Does anyone want dragons around? Um, Game of Thrones people. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So when the ducks land in Anaheim. Immediately, they go to the local comic book shop. Yeah, they, they make... just, like, walk to a mall and start hanging out with people. Yeah. Well, I guess the comic book character, the comic book, the guys who run the comic book store, they yeah. become, like, regular characters. But then they went right. to, like, Wiener World. I don't know what the point of that was. And uh, and then, the like, their third stop is Jim Belushi sitting in front of the Anaheim Pond. And they go, hey, we want to play hockey. And he's like, hey, sure, I need a team. Yeah, and then, his team left town. And then so they then form they, a team. Right. They go and they take on these big, muscly, goon-type people. It's like a, a roving street gang, except they're all hockey players. Yeah, because Jim Belushi says they've been kicked out of every team in the league. Yeah. So they're just like the the meanest players in the NHL, I guess. Of every league, they never they never use the NHL. No, they never said NHL. But you brought up a great point in this scene, which is that there are plenty of characters that see the giant anthropomorphic ducks and are like, and some of them freak out, and some of them are like, oh hey, yeah. And then the hog, the the bad hockey player guys are just like, yeah, let's just play a game of hockey. Like they don't even care that they're ducks. Um, the biggest plot hole in this is that. The government doesn't intervene when there's first contact made with an alien race from another universe that has, like, super advanced technology. Yeah, they're totally cool about it. Yeah, they they never even really... The, the closest to problems they have with the government is this cop who's mad that they're solving crimes before he does. Yeah. Uh, so, 
they play great against the bad guys. They get to be yeah. the new Anna, Jim Belushi realizes this is a big cash in opportunity, so he makes them the new Anaheim Ducks. And then they're like, "Well, if we're here, we're also gonna fight crime." Yeah, they started making a whole bunch of money off of their hockey careers, which they then used to to build like essentially a, a duck cave underneath the pond, right? F- complete with duck mobiles and all that other jazz. Yeah, lots of things that shoot pucks for no good reason. They have puck bazookas. I mean, they could just have bazookas, but they have. <laughs> Puck bazookas. I, I think it's funny, like how much stuff has to be duck themed or hockey themed in this. And it's like when they write the script, instead of like a punch up, they probably send it back through. Like, what can we make into more hockey things? Could this be a puck? Could could they make this a hockey stick? Can we do that? There was one part where like a guy just goes, "I feel like I caught the short end of the hockey stick," and it was like. They're just really forcing it in there everywhere they can. (laughs) Yeah, and, uh, I mean, probably the exact same with duck jokes, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, any bill or feather reference that they can. Oh, yeah. And even the character names, like, Mallory is, like, Mallory. Your favorite was Duke LaRange. Yeah, Duke LaRange. Well, you mentioned... He's the cool one because he has an eye patch. For sure. Uh, You mentioned that they were able to get money from the team to build their secret lair, but I think it was actually because of their super smart teammate, Tanya, who is very, very intelligent. And you can gotta build have things. the tech one on yeah. your team. Tanya, in fact, is so smart that she knows how to set the time on a VCR. Yeah. Which is a great 90s joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a later part where Jim Belushi said that... Something mighty, about jamming copiers? Yeah, the Mighty Ducks broke into the bad That's guy's lair. That's a big concern. To jam yeah. their copiers. Uh, yeah, so then there's a big fight. Uh, Pro- probably messed up their fax machines, too. <laughs> I used a fax yeah. machine today. That's 2016. So, that's so rare. I know it is rare. I have to always ask for help. No one owns a fax machine anymore except for libraries. Libraries stay open to help people fax things to other libraries. Could you use a fax machine right now without no. help if you needed without to? Without help? No way. Yeah, I couldn't. There's no way. <laughs> Uh, so, there's a big fight, Mighty Ducks win, somehow the bad guys get to stay on Earth in hiding. With their magical cloaking device. Yeah, let's talk about this invisibility. Did you notice that there was no violence in either of these episodes we watched? We watched a two-parter, by the way. There, Yeah, there was some, like, no. fighting. There, They no. don't actually show they fist-to-face you. contact. What happened was, like... When they go to fight the bad hockey guys, like, they all come at each other, and then it cuts to a silhouette, like, their shadows yeah. fighting. Yeah. And then, like, there's a big fight scene at the end between Wild Wing and Draconis, but Draconis is using his invisibility cloak during the fight, so he's yeah. not actually fighting anyone. And then, like, right when he loses his cloak, Wild Wing is on top of him, and he's, like, rearing back to punch him, and then someone pops their head, and it's like, hey! Yeah. And like, no one ever actually hits anyone or touches huh. anyone. There was, uh, like, some body checks and stuff on the ice. Well, I mean, it's a hockey cartoon. Yeah. But they're, I, bet they're, I bet they don't have any fights that break out during their hockey games. Or if no. they do, they use some clever editing to get around no, they, it. They don't have, like, goons on their team. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so overall, what did you think about the Mighty Ducks, the animated series? I kind of liked it. I don't know why. I mean, it was ridiculous, but it wasn't. It wasn't bad. No, definitely not bad. It was very silly. The fact that it exists is the most ridiculous thing about the entire show. Correct. And I will say that the jokes that were in it were really funny. Like, not kind of funny. Like, very, very funny. There weren't a lot of jokes, though. I feel like they might have gotten to that in later episodes, because there was, like, so much backstory to cover here. Because the punch-up was all just making things more hockey-themed. Well, yeah, none of the hockey or duck jokes were funny. The 90s jokes were funny. But, like, we had two 22-minute episodes to cover, like... The amount of story that is covered in all seven Narnia books. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, it's a intricate backstory. Yeah, I just... I think it's weird that this cartoon had almost the exact same story as Biker Mice from Mars, except instead of mice, they are ducks. It is incredibly similar. Yeah, two anthropomorphic animal alien species fighting over foreign planets... And then they somehow both end up on Earth, and then they fight over Earth also. And then you got your good guys who are trying to save the planet, and then you got your bad guys who are trying to wreck it. I did not even realize how similar it was to Mighty or to uh, Biker Mice from Mars until you said that. But it is like really like, similar. the The main difference is instead of motorcycles, there's hockey. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And instead of ducks, it could have been hockey mice from Mars. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see if uh, Mighty Ducks, the movie, or the team came out first. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I really think that the the movie predated the team. I think Anaheim, like, bought the name because the the movie was so popular. Also, the Mighty Ducks. The club was founded in 1993 by the Walt Disney Company as the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, a name based on the 1992 film The Mighty Ducks. See, Disney sold the franchise in 2005. So this cartoon that we watched was under the guidance of Walt Disney. Yeah, or at least under license. Yeah, it was an ABC cartoon. So yeah. Wow. Uh, this is weird. Apparently the team, when it was owned by Disney, was called the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. And then when it was changed, it was changed in 2006 to the Anaheim Ducks. So they're not the Mighty Ducks anymore. They're just regular ducks. Yeah, it just seems like a like a pointless name change. Like, Yeah. I mean, like people are going to call them what they call them, right? Mm-hmm. Calls them like a season. Yeah. Um, so... We've recently encountered some real-life ducks, and I, I didn't realize it until I was actually watching them in the water, but ducks are really badass. <laughs> What's so badass about them? Well, first of all, they're rule-breakers, because we saw those ducks in the canal, and there's very clearly no swimming signs everywhere, and that they don't give a fuck. <laughs> These these ducks are swimming it up all day, every day. And not only that, I realize, like, ducks swim incredibly fast. Yes. Like, to scale, a, a duck would, would beat Michael Phelps, hands down. 
A duck the size of a human would be the fastest swimmer. A duck-sized horse. Yeah. <laughs> a thousand duck-sized Michael Phelps. <laughs> or one Michael Phelps-sized duck. Um, <laughs> which would want to fight? Go. <laughs> the one that smoked less weed that day? I don't know. So there's those rule-breaking ducks. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. But... So, that, first of all, they're incredibly fast swimmers. He gets up to the edge of the, the canal, and there's a lip there. Ducks don't have hands. Sure don't. Can't just pull yourself up like, you know, Bo like Derek got, climbing out of the pool, you know? <laughs> like you got fingers, you know? And then, what does he do? He flies! And I was like, all oh, right, ducks can also fly. Like, they're amazing at two different things that people can barely even do. Aren't ducks, like, huge jerks, though? I've heard about this. Aren't I've never like, had a problem with a duck. I've heard that they're, like, like on par with dolphins for how big of jerks they are in the, in the animal kingdom. Hmm. I have no evidence to support this claim. I mean, I, I've never had a problem with a duck myself. I, well, you've probably never had a dolphin problem either. Nope, can't say I have. Yeah, but, you know, you've also never but been I've raped been, in the face by a dolphin. And I've <laughs> encountered ducks many times in daily life, though. I've never just, like, run into a dolphin. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Okay. There's uh, always some glass between. So, from one sport to another, you know, from hockey to football, it's football season. Right, I... Are you ready for some football? <laughs> I've picked this cartoon... Because I have been keeping a list, and this was the most sports-themed one I could think of, mm -hmm. because I wanted to eat our delicious Touchdown Captain Crunch. Let's talk about this Touchdown Crunch Touchdown bullshit. Crunch. Let's get the box. It looks interesting on the box. It's not, though. There's well, nothing interesting on the box? A lot of times, the box is... I meant the back. I'm is sorry. just ripe for commentary and has all kinds of interesting things, but this just has, like, a cartoon football game happening. It's all mascots. I guess. There's a dolphin right there. He doesn't appear to be being a jerk to anyone. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, right, it's like so a it's a, like a word jumble. That's it's not very interesting. Let's let's talk for a second about what a gigantic scam touchdown crunch is. I think there's whoa, a duck whoa, mascot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, it's it's a turkey i think Why? no it's a super scam because it it's just crunchberry the the okay it's so there's captain crunch, crunch pieces it is not crunchberry there's captain crunch pieces yes. and then there are two other pieces that come in the box they're football shapes they don't look like footballs one they're of them shaped like football they look like it even says game time football shapes just because it says game time football shapes doesn't mean that they're shaped like footballs okay they're just vaguely oval, vaguely egg-shaped. They look way more like footballs than any of the Lucky Charms that look like their supposed counterparts. Not true. That's not true. Yeah. There are some Lucky Charms that are pretty spot Maybe on. the red balloon, because all it is is just round. <laughs> what about the blue moon? Alright. Um, okay, so there's a blue one and a green one, and mm -hmm. Jack says they look like footballs. I think they look like ovals that are almost circles. They look like lines. <laughs> and it it tastes 100% like Captain Crunch. I think it tastes 
it, to me, it, it tastes exactly like my favorite Captain Crunch, which is Halloween Crunch, that has the, the different colored ghosts, and when you pour milk on it, the ghosts turn the milk green, and this even turned the milk a little bit green. The the ghosts in, in Halloween Crunch, yeah. are they like crunch berries, or are they like marshmallows? They're like cereal pieces. They're not marshmallow. But they're like the crunch berry pieces. They're not they don't taste like berry. These don't taste like berry. Yeah, this is this is a box of Captain Crunchberry that you're We're robbing. going to save this box and we're gonna get some crunch berries Dude, and we're gonna I compare. just fucking finished a box like yesterday. Is it not in there anymore? I mean I said I finished it. I don't know yeah, why I asked. I just you. ate all of them. Is there none left? I, I wasn't I wasn't what? totally sure. That was so stupid. I feel like an idiot now. Um no, this is this is the same thing. It's not any different. I, I don't. If we did the blind taste test, yeah. you wouldn't know. Coming up on a future episode, the blind taste test between Touchdown Crunch, Crunch Berries, and Halloween Crunch. Now, now, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but you know that my favorite Captain Crunch... is Christmas. Yeah. And I think... Which there's... You said that was similar to Sprinkled Donut Crunch, which was so good. Okay, forget Christmas Crunch, because I wasn't going anywhere with that. Let's talk about Sprinkled Donut Crunch. Okay. Definitely distinct, different taste. Almost tastes like it's not even part of the Captain Crunch family. It's so different. Distinct. still excellent. Different taste. This is some bullshit put on a box in order to get you your stupid brain to be like, Oh, I haven't had Captain Crunch in a while. Football's coming up. It's the same fucking thing. You know what makes it not a scam? It doesn't cost any extra. It's the same stuff. It's not like they mark it up 50% and put uh, like a football mascot on it. It's it's not licensed by the NFL. It's just Captain Crunch, instead of his regular captain hat, is wearing a football helmet. And he's got the little black marks under his eyes. I like how there's a spot. And mark. instead of his regular shoulder pads, he has football shoulder pads. <laughs> I like how there's a spot in his helmet carved out for his gigantic cartoon eyeballs to, to <laughs> yeah. fit inside the helmet. Yeah, and his eyebrows are on the helmet, <laughs> not actually on his face. And the uh, the W in touchdown is a referee doing the... I didn't even notice that. He's doing the good field goal sign. It's Which would be a, a U, like if you were going by like YMCA rules... You know, he's... Right, right. <laughs> it would be like, touchdown. <laughs> I just love the idea of YMCA rules. <laughs> yeah. When you use your body to form a letter, putting your hands up does not form a W. <laughs> and if anything, that's a Y. That guy would be the Y in YMCA. He looks like he might be in transition to the C, actually. He's kind of... Yeah, it's it's not hands straight above head. Um, touchdown. Yeah. Okay. This Delicious. makes me. This actually, I want to talk about something in football related to Mighty Ducks, the animated series. Okay. Wild Wing is the main character of the show. Yeah. Which, but we didn't even talk about how one of the other characters, Nosedive, is his brother, and every line of dialogue that comes from either one of them is just reminding you that they are brothers. Yeah. He's always like, "That's my little bro." Thanks, little brother. And then the other one's like. Hey, bro. Just constantly. Yeah. It's tiresome. Okay. So anyway, Wild Wing, star character of the show. Yes. Leader of the Mighty Ducks. Mm -hmm. 
Holder of the sacred mask. Yeah. He's a goalie. It's a goalie mask. Okay. But, like... The the entire premise of this cartoon was based on the logo of a sports team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's why. Of a fictional sports team, you mean. Well, it was a real sports team by the time this well, was Well, yeah, okay. <clears throat> but, I mean, like, Disney wasn't making it because of the team. They're making it because of the success of the movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, but, like, if it was... It's synergy, Maverick. Have you ever heard the word synergy? If it was a baseball team, yeah. and you're a little kid who loves baseball, and you want to watch this, this cartoon about ducks who play baseball... You don't want to root for the catcher. You're not like, oh, the catcher's the cool one. But in hockey, the most distinct player is the goalie. And that's what you want for your your main character. But, like, Plus the he has guy a cool who, mask. I know that the goalie is super important. I get it. Because I yeah. watched, you know, we've talked on this podcast hockey about how cool I watch sport. soccer. I don't like a lot of sports, but I do occasionally watch soccer games. So I understand yeah. how important a goalie can be in a game like this. But... The guy who scores the goal is the guy that everyone cheers for. Like, I can name exactly one hockey player, and he's not a goalie. Well, the Mighty Ducks is an ensemble superhero team, and everyone scores goals. So they they sort of spread the glory out, but there's only one goalie. There's only one person stopping the other team from scoring. And, and this is why I wanted to tie it to football. Because... I, I do understand that the goalie is important. Much like how they say that NFL kickers are, like, the highest scoring players. Like, they, they okay. get, like, the most amount of points and they mm-hmm. win the most amount of games. But, like, nobody roots for the kicker. Like, that's not, like, the guy you own the jersey of. Maybe. I mean, in Indianapolis, because uh, I can't think of the guy's name. <laughs> The kicker from the Colts. can't remember his name because he's he's the kicker. Well, he's like a big deal here, and he's I on. Remember Peyton Manning? Oh, uh, Pat McAfee. He he's yeah. the kicker for the Colts, and he's on Bob and Tom, and he's gonna have his own show of some kind here in Indy. Oh wow! He's like a big deal. He's like a big personality, but like, name another kicker in the NFL. Um, the British guy in the replacements. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess like, that wasn't really NFL. Is that is that weird that that Wing I forgot his name now. Wild Wing. Wild Wing is a goalie and he's the main character? No. Again. His entire persona is 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 built around the fact that the logo for the Mighty Tucks of Anaheim <laughs> hockey team in the NHL their their logo was a duck shaped goalie mask. Wait, I thought it was a duck shaped Freddy mask. Shit! Damn it! <laughs> I fucked the joke up. You did. Just a burned up duck. He's oh. all all disfigured, and his feathers are gone, and he's got wrinkled skin. Do you think people got what I was going for? At least. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, I'm sorry about that, everybody. Everybody like face palmed you in their car. Yeah, they really should watch out for that car coming. Yeah. Don't face palm too long. Um, all right, I think let's stop talking about cartoons and cereal. Here's what I think we should do. We have not had like a like a catch up with our listeners in a long time we haven't like mail i have it pulled up okay but like we haven't sat down and like talked to our audience in a while because we've had so many guests we've spent a really long time since we've done a hostful Mm -hmm. i feel like we should just kind of like catch people up on what's going on in our lives 
Okay, hey and guys. Then, well, let's ask them how they're doing first, you know? Well, we're going to get to their mail. That's us okay. telling us how they're doing. All right. And then I have some other ideas for things. Um, one important thing is we could kind of close today by talking about several huge announcements that we have coming. We have, like, big news coming. Do we? Yeah. Okay. We do. I mean, I wouldn't call it like not, I wouldn't even say big news. But. Not just one piece of big news. We have, like, lots of big news. So, like, what's okay. new with you? What's new with me? Yeah. You're on an extended vacation. Yeah. Not not for much longer. Do um, you feel that... After another couple of weeks, I'll stop being on vacation and just start being unemployed. Do you... Oh, so you're, you're still not past that point yet. You're still employed. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm still collecting money from my old job for not doing my job. Um, do you feel, because you've been on an extended vacation, that your mental health is improving? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, like, do you feel, like, happier? The, and- it, the extreme stress that I was feeling around, would I move, should I move, is this going to happen, what am I going to do when I get there, what do I do for work, you know... What's going to happen with this and what's going to happen and like my personal relationships. Like once I've made the decision and did it and like got here and got settled in and just I had so much time to hang out. I ride my bike. I take walks. Like I've gotten to know the city. I've played a lot of Pokemon. Do you think that you it's would have done relaxing. any exercising at all if it weren't for Pokemon Go? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I still like to go walk, but not as much for sure. What do you think you would have done the past five or six weeks if you had not had Pokemon Go? I mean, that's a loaded question. I've, I might have done some more productive things. I've been trying to start playing uh, playing guitar again and maybe make music. Yeah, maybe. Probably not, but, <laughs> but maybe, you know. Maybe redo our theme song. Eh, it's It's perfect. <laughs> I like it the way it is. Some people have complained. Complained? Uh, yeah, you heard about this. What What were the complaints? That we did the worst job ever recording it. it it's a great song. The quality's not excellent. But the thing is, we don't have what I was getting studio. at is that yeah. I, I kind of like the way it sounds. Okay. It sounds like real to me. You know what I mean? Well, it is real. We really did it. I was there. Yeah. Um, you pushed the button. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll, re- we'll we'll definitely re-record that someday. Someday. We can't let it go the way it is, even though I like it that way. Yeah. I, I had envisioned it, actually, as being like a full band, like a, a rock song. Yeah. But you, you take what you can get. Uh, are there any other aspects of your life that you really want to talk about? Well, I mean, people who listen know that I, I have a girlfriend. That's, that's something new. You seem to have a really wonderful lady in your life. She's pretty awesome. Uh, everyone knows that I was on the Tinder kick for a while, and I yeah had lots of dates yeah and lots of fun times with some ladies, and, and also but you hung uh, up your Tinder boots. A, a few not really good times, also. <laughs> But mostly, on the whole, very positive experience. You had several experiences on the whole. <laughs> well, hey, hey, now let's now, keep let's keep it appropriate, Matt. Let's let's do a little teaser uh, here. Uh, I, you said you wanted to have your new girlfriend on the podcast, mm-hmm. and she is a zoology major, or or a zoologist. What's what's the right term? She's a 
bio, an she environmental has, biologist. She has several years' experience working in zoos. Yes. And you said that she was going to be on the show. And I said, is she going to have poop stories? Yeah. And once you said, yeah, I was like, she has, how fast can she we get her She has all on? the poop stories. I've heard several. In fact, we went to a zoo together. <clears throat> This is, okay. To see an awesome Lego exhibit. Well, let's put that off. That's in the future. Okay. Uh, how how this uh, lady thing happened? As you, as I mentioned, I was. Is this an on the whole story? No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but not explicitly. Um, you know, I, I was seeing lots of gals, and um, humble brag. <laughs> some of, that's not a humble brag. It's not even a brag. It's just. Um. Anyway, I I had some fun. I had my own little rumspringer, you know. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, And now you're back to your Amish life. And I think I needed that. Um, but I I saw I started seeing this person, and then you know I didn't know if I was going to stay in town or not. And then it turned into like, well, I don't know how long this is going to last. Maybe it's just for fun. But she ended up just being so fucking cool. That she is we, a cool person. That we ended up, uh, you know, official and everything on the Facebooks. and You're on the Facebooks? Yeah. Whoa. All of them. Big step. Yeah. FBO. Uh, now, she's a... She's, I, I've only met her one time for, like, seconds. But every story you've told me, I'm like, oh, she's a really cool person. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, okay. Anything else about your life? Well, uh... This is a fun... It's not a poop story, but it's a, an on-the-whole story with my girlfriend. We went... <laughs> we went to the You're going to tell an on-the-whole story. We went to the zoo uh, to see a Lego display where uh, an artist had made animals out of Legos. Some of them were life-size, like the polar bear and the cubs. They're all fucking awesome. It's very cool. But we have some time, so we go into the zoo. We only got about an hour. But it had been rainy and, and cloudy and drizzly all day, so there was no one in the zoo. And because it, it was cooled off, all the animals were out. Yeah. So in one hour's time in the zoo, we saw, like, every animal, all of them close up, all of them right out, like, like two feet away from an entire pride of lions. That's awesome. And then... But, but the first thing that happened when we walked in was there's the walruses. And it's, like, got a little... <laughs> tank where you can go down the stairs and you can stand under the water and see them through the glass and we see one come up and I go oh is that there he is and she goes oh no that's that's a female I think and you know she doesn't have tusks and so she comes up a little further I think your girlfriend can spot a walrus vagina from 100 <laughs> yards out I don't think it's the tusks well I mean it's not so much spotting a walrus vagina it's spotting the absence of the enormous walrus penis <laughs> okay which is about to make an appearance in this story. <laughs> he uh, he swims right up underneath her, and uh, I don't know if we missed some foreplay or, or what. But it happened he, out of frame. He just kind of like is like, "Hey, this is happening," and he kind of just like rolls her over and starts like mounting her. <laughs> and he's got you know, walruses have enormous dicks, <laughs> and they're prehensile. So it's it's like wiggling around and everything. <coughs> just um, first thing, animal sex, <laughs> and not just Excuse me. not just any animal sex, but like 
one of the fattest, most awkward animals. I like that his pickup line was, hey, this is happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then we, we walked out of that part, and we were we went up around it where you can look down into the water. And while we're watching, uh, a family with children starts to go down the steps. We're like, oh boy, oh boy, They're oh boy. We, yeah, we're like, we get to watch these kids come up to the glass. And look in where they're seeing it happen. It was very magical. What were their reactions like? I mean, they didn't seem to have a specific reaction because they don't really know what's going on, but I like to just enjoy what I think the adult's reaction was probably like, oh, oh, jeez, nothing's happening. No, they're just playing. (sighs) Okay. Yep, we saw Bonin right off the bat. Yeah. Well, if you ever great. get a chance to see walruses fucking, just <coughs> just go for it. Do you want to tell me about what's going on with you? you? You you've asked me a bunch of questions. What's going on with you? I'm close to being done with traveling for work. I have two more okay. travel weekends. And then that's over. And I've been trying to prep our new house for an announcement that we have coming later in the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I've been working diligently on some new podcasty things. Okay. Podcasty things. And I'm just overall feeling really stressed. (laughs) Like, last night... You sound like you're on the verge of, of talking like Emo Phillips right now. You're like, I'm actually really stressed. <laughs> so, yeah. If you really want to hear about it. <laughs> I had like a really shitty day at work today. And there was a time today when it was so bad that... So last night, we were in our we were in separate rooms of the same house. And I texted you that I had a secret to tell you. Yes. And that secret was that when we recently purchased packets of Pokemon (laughs) stickers, I was upset that I didn't buy more. They're like original Gen 1 from 1999, like... Like, they come in packets, like, baseball yeah. cards, like you, or, like, Pokemon cards, I guess. And you peel them open, and there's, like, six cards in each one, and they're squares, and there's one holofoil in each one. And mm-hmm. I bought, like, how many packs would you say I bought that day? Two or three. That's what I thought. Okay. And I texted you that I was, like, really sad that I didn't buy more. And then you found a seller yeah. on eBay who was selling them for, like, $1.30 a piece, and I bought seven last night. And so they're in the they're in the mail on the way here. Okay. And there was a part today where I was so frustrated and stressed at work. That <laughs> but I was, then you remembered you have Pokemon stickers coming. I was like, I'm gonna have to like hold on to them when I get them and like save them <laughs> like for a, a bad treat. day of work. <laughs> it's a treat yourself day. Is when you get to open a Pokemon sticker. I just really like those stickers. I got them on my on they my, are, my podcast notebook. They're great stickers on your computer. You have. Uh, Holofoil, Magikarp, and Psyduck. They're great ones. Well, you know I love stupid Pokemon. And they're both Pokemon that live near our house. If there's a Holofoil Lickitung, I want to get it, and I want to put it right next to those two. But why, then, why Lickitung? I just love the stupid ones. Okay. And Lickitung is pretty stupid. What about Farfetch'd? He's just like a bird that carries around an onion stick. <laughs> like... I mean, yeah. I mean, and has a unibrow. I mean, Cubone's right up there too. 
no, I have Tentacruel and Rhyhorn and Poliwhirl and uh, Nidoran and Zubat and Spiro and Dugtrio on my, my podcast notebook. Mm. Good stuff, right? Pokemon yeah. stickers are going to be the answer to all my problems. Yeah. Great. Glad we figured that out. Let's talk about... Oh, let's do let's do mail right now. Let's save the announcements for okay. later. <clears throat> so mm. I, I have four pieces of listener mail here. I've read none of them. I don't know what any of these, so these say. These are all going to be surprises. Yeah, I don't know. So, you know what? A lot of them reference episode numbers, but don't say the episode name. So I'm also we'll, going to we'll open... figure it out. I'm going to open... Uh, our list yeah for reference here so this first one is about episode 14 which is thanks from future us that's biker mice from mars oh one of my faves how appropriate uh it's from joe uh joe says one time i was in a here let me get closer to the microphone here one time i was in a track meet where there it was me competing against four other pole vaulters I ended up getting fourth place and a medal, not because I did better than another guy, but because I simply cleared a bar, only 10 feet, and another competitor was too ambitious and got disqualified. That's how I got a medal at the MacArthur Invitational, even though I was fucking terrible. (laughs) Other vaulters were clearing 11, 12, 13 feet. Girls were clearing 10 and 11 feet. I hope this story inspires you guys to keep making great podcasts even in the face of adversity. That's a great story, Joe. Thank you. Wow, Joe. Thanks for writing in with that inspirational message. Is that Casey Kasem? <laughs> I guess. Generic radio guy just sounds like Casey Kasem. <laughs> uh, also, I think it's kind of a metaphor for how I'm your biggest fan. Don't ask me how. I'm on mobile. There's no time. The point is, I'm your biggest fan, and I have lots of notes that I want to chime in about your podcast. Unfortunately, I don't have them with me, and I forgot most of them immediately. Anyway, I want to comment about episode 14, because this super fan is pretty behind. Doesn't matter. Your talk in episode 14 reminds me about another piece of bathroom etiquette that Maverick may recall. Oh, bathroom etiquette. Oh, was oh, episode 14 the plunger debate? Oh, I'm sure that's on there. Okay. But Joe brings up a great one that I do want yeah. to talk about. He okay. says, do you mind mentioning the split switch combined switch for bathroom lights and fans conundrum? Sincerely, your super fan, Joe. Do you remember this? I actually just thought of this like two days ago. Okay. Joe has an extreme as he should has an extreme problem with when you go to someone's house and you're a guest in their house mm-hmm. and you go into their bathroom and they have one light switch that turns on the fan and the light yeah or separate ones which is how we have one light switch in our bathroom that turns on a light and then another light switch that turns on a light and a fan i think that's pretty common <laughs> okay uh so joe likes the dual light switch, the yes. one that does both. You want to be able to leave that fan going as a courtesy without wasting electricity. That's not why he likes it. Okay. Okay? You're going to find this interesting. Let's say they're separate. Okay. Everyone knows they're separate. You're, you're the first time guest here. Everyone else is not. They know what's like in there. Okay. You go in there as the guest. Oh. You turn on both. Everyone knows you're doing something stinky in there. Okay? Everyone yeah. knows you're cleaning up a mess. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, if it's just the one, they don't know what you're up to. You know what? If anyone's monitoring your bathroom usage that closely, they'll be able to guess by the length of time. Well, I mean, you're, you're always your own worst critic. Joe, <laughs> Joe's probably in there doing something stinky and thinking, like, "Whoa, what are they thinking about me right now?" And they're not thinking anything. Yeah. So that's our advice to the Joe. The only time anyone is ever worried about what you're doing in the bathroom is if they have to go really badly, <laughs> and you're in there. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, Joe, just 
Can I can I give you a great uh, life tip that might I, I like to tell people okay. this? Sometimes you will think back to something really embarrassing that you did once, and you'll like kind of get all cringy. You're like, oh, I can't believe I did that embarrassing thing, oh, right? Okay. This is a great tip. It works. It, why don't you give us one as an example so we can reference it? We can I've never it. done anything embarrassing. Okay, that's great. No, <laughs> it was like, okay, so you think back to a time when you did something embarrassing, right? Okay. Then you think about the other people who were there that witnessed it. Okay. Right? Then you try to remember something really embarrassing that they did. And, like, nine times out of ten, you won't be able to think of anything they did. And it'll make you go, oh, right, none of it matters. They don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. It's a great tip. You should use it, people. I would just say, hey, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So this is about episode 16, which is My Little Derby. The uh, roller derby episode of the Flannel Kicks podcast. It's from Clay. He says, hey, guys, long-time listener, six-time emailer. My cutie mark is my face because I'm already cute as hell. But if you guys did roller derby, good names for you would be Matterick and Hardajack. <laughs> okay. Or, or Jammerick and Marzajax. <laughs> both of yours were better. Marzajax. It, both of my names sound like coming. <laughs> um, and then Clay is upset that he know, he does not have buttons or stickers yet. But uh, I think he does. Don't worry, there's announcements coming later in this episode, so don't the, you... I'm gonna... Spoiler alert. We're giving Clay a button and a sticker. Okay. <laughs> That's our whole announcement. <laughs> That's... That's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't... Molly... <clears throat> this next one's from Molly. She doesn't say what episode it's from. Where, where's Molly writing from? Molly lives in Brooklyn. In New York City. Yep, the same. Uh, coast-to-coast dedication from Molly. She's saying something about the Benchwarmers, which I remember referencing that movie on an episode, but I, I, I have no incorrectly. idea which one. Yeah, I said something wrong about it. Um, okay, one time we asked our listeners to uh, tell us what their family's stupid nickname is for the remote control for the television. Okay. Molly says, we call the re- the remote the Memote because our family is adorable slash insufferable. <laughs> okay. She says, is there a possibility of posting a link or even giving a tip off of what cartoon is being watched beforehand I would probably do it sometimes. That was a thing we were going to do every episode, and we only did it for the first episode of the Final so. Cakes podcast. Cause well, we, thought, we always tell people in the episode what we watched. <clears throat> well, Just okay. pause it and go look it up. <laughs> well, I mean, there have been many times in the yeah. strategy meetings for this podcast where we've been like, well, this is how How Did This Get Made does it. Not that we kind of copy our show off How Did This Get Made. You, you say that. I don't say that. Well, you don't listen to the show. No. But like... I mean, it's not that I, it's not just because I like that show. I, it's because we have a similar review format. I think all we really need to do is in the episode description that gets uploaded to iTunes and Buzzsprout and all that stuff, just at the bottom, put the Mighty Ducks episode one and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's a great idea. Um, and you can find it in whatever it's, it's format much, you want to. You know, non non obtrusive. Well, the way that How Did This Get Made does it is they only release an episode every other week, and mm-hmm. in the off weeks, they have what's called a mini episode, and in that one, they tell you, this is what movie we're watching, this is where you can stream it, it's available through these streaming outlets, blah, 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 you gotcha. know what I mean? Or like, it costs this much on Amazon. Okay. I don't know. Food for thought. Uh, she says, this has really been bothering me. Did anyone ever point out 
that Ted, Boogie Nights, and Wild are all, all movies. movies. I did in the hotel room. <laughs> on the on the mic? No, in the hotel room when you were insisting Ted Boogie Nights Wild was a person, I was like, those are all just movies. Maybe they just made a list of movies to take back. Was was Boogie Nights in quotes or did we just make Boogie that Nights up? Well, I think was in quotes. I don't know. There's a picture out there somewhere of the post-it note. Yeah. But, like, Molly's theory makes a lot of sense if Boogie Nights isn't in quotes. And also, what was the, the number written on that paper that we assumed was a room number? Was that also a movie? I could look this up on my phone, but I Let's feel like not. it would take me too long yeah. to find that picture. I don't know. Um, she says, if you were wondering if people were into your bonus episode, I was, but we are so bad at doing listener mail that now we've had like three bonus episodes. I don't know which one she's talking about. Yeah, I have no idea. So I appreciate the compliment, Molly. Thank you very much. I don't know which one you mean. Bonus though. episode. All of them are great. Um, she says, when I reference a moment from your most recent podcast with a non sequitur subject line, you still get it, even though you didn't just listen to it, right? Yes, I do get references to my own podcast. Probably Sometimes. probably more than you, just because I have to hear every episode at a minimum twice. And you hear it once. Sometimes. <laughs> um, so yeah, yes, I get your podcast references. If you see me in real life, you can say them to me. Uh, this is from episode 17, Brent Terhune versus Regular Roddy Piper. Another <laughs> one of my favorites. One of my favorite cartoons we ever watched. Yes. Uh, this is from Clay. He says, hey guys, longtime listener, seventh time emailer. Both my grandma and grandpa used to call me their Pavarotti, which was their way of mispronouncing paparazzi. Clay is a photographer. Pavarotti is a town in India, which I doubt they knew. And Pavarotti, spelled differently, Pavarotti is a deceased opera singer. Only one person they told this to asked if I sung opera. The rest nodded politely as I ushered Grandma and Grandpa away. <laughs> great episode. Thank you for the compliment, Clay. That's very nice. And that was a great story, too. And Clay's only up to seven emails. You know what? That was all great mail. I really liked all of that. So thank you for sending that. Please send us more. And maybe now that we've actually read some, people will remember that we read it. So where, where should people send their non-sequitur references to our podcast? Flannelcakespodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Or sometimes we ask you to post fun things on our Twitter, which is at flannel underscore cakes. And I'm not going to ask you what I want in your inbox this week because okay. I actually know what I want in the inbox this week. Okay. And, and I, think is... I've, I think I'm, I have a good one. I want to know what changes you would make to the show. Like what do you not like about it or what do you wish that we did differently? And it can be anything. It can be you don't like the recording of our theme song, or you don't like Just our FYI, logo. we're not going to do it. <laughs> or you don't like the format. Are you going to make any more announcements? You had some big announcements. I, I do. You sounded like you were wrapping up the show, which yeah. I wasn't going to let you do because of the announcements. Well, you sounded like you were wrapping up. No, 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 no. But this is... If anyone was wrapping up here, I think it was you. Okay, well... Put your corkscrew penis let's, away. Let's not wrap it up yet. Let's make some announcements. No, I, let me finish. Oh, so now we have to wrap it up. What the fuck are you doing? I don't understand. Um, so, yeah, you know, it can be the format. It can be the cartoons, the serial, the the way we talk, what you like, what you like, what you don't like, what you don't like to hear, poop stories, you know, whatever. We're not going to stop talking about poop stories. <laughs> We're just... <laughs> 
<laughs> we're just gonna keep talking about poop, okay? Um, the guests, you know, like whatever you don't like or whatever you wish there was more of or whatever you would change, let us know, please. I really, I'm not, you know, talking bullshit here. I sincerely do want to hear your criticisms, your critiques, your new yeah. ideas for what we could do to make the show better. Tell us what you think. Uh, and then we probably won't do it. Okay, can you please stop <laughs> saying that? I just, I feel like you're really discouraging people from giving us great ideas. I think people should really, really tell us their ideas. Yeah, I know what the rest of that sentence is. There was a period there. <laughs> that wasn't a, that wasn't a semicolon. <laughs> I just feel like after that you were going to be like, I think people should tell us their great podcast ideas and then go start their own podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's what they interpret from that. You know, every week I ask you what you want in the inbox, and I don't poop all over it like you just did. Hey, that's that's enough poop talk. Right? <laughs> all right, let's get to our big announcements. Okay, so by the time this episode comes out, we will have a brand new kick-ass logo. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, it was drawn by our local Flannel Cakes artist, Jack. I almost said your real name. <laughs> Would have confused maybe one or two listeners. Uh, it was drawn by infamous British street artist, Banksy. <laughs> he did, just, just he did for it us. for $50. Just for us. Um, no, it's pretty cool. Uh, we did a focus group to see what people thought about it, and we got very positive results. We did. So uh, we're moving forward with that new logo, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say too terribly much, but in the very near future, there is going to be merchandise involving this new uh, this new logo. We can just say what it is because they'll have seen it by this time. So it will be the logo on the episode that you're listening to. It's bull and crossbones. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I got that. <clears throat> but what I mean, I didn't want to give away what merch. But you know, oh. there will be merch. We are having aprons made as we speak. <laughs> uh, his and hers mugs, Kleenex box cozies, uh, toilet paper, wipe your ass <laughs> with the flannel cakes podcast. Yeah, I, I've currently been having to. To manually draw the logo on each sheet as I pull it off, and it just it takes way too long. The rolling it up part, and plus when you're it done, you like, really sucks. It like punches through and it tears really easy. Yeah, you're not gonna want to use this toilet paper mm-hmm. if you buy it from us. No, that's that's, that's true. Um, we're also gonna have some flannel cakes, uh, like Ziploc baggies. We couldn't afford the brand name Ziploc, but we are going to have some other other baggies with the. It was just a unique opportunity that presented itself. What's in them? Nothing. You put anything you want in them. They're just Ziploc baggies. No one wants that merch. That's terrible merch. You should have said that before I used your credit card to order them. How many did you order? A thousand? <laughs> Boxes? So, are, oh, are we ever going to run out of leftovers and sandwiches? Question. Do you, you said I, that a lot of our listeners might make their own lunches. You said that we couldn't afford the uh, copyrighted Ziploc name. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the the technology is also copyrighted. Do they have? Well, they, we have to. Technically, we need to call them uh, zipper bags. But do they even have the technology? Because I think that's copyrighted too, right? I'm not. Look, you can put things in them, and it says flannel <laughs> cakes. 
You can put anything in them. That fits. <laughs> I feel like you wasted so much of our, our seed money on this idea. Lampshades is another great one. <laughs> the new logo is black. Black is a terrible color for a lampshade. No, it's a really great color because it will like the light will shine our logo onto the wall. So it has a hole in the side. No, it's just different opacity. Opacity? All right. Opaqueness? What? I don't... Let's get to our last big, big, big announcement. Okay. We are throwing a party. We are? <laughs> we sure are, buddy. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah, so it will be at the new Flannel Cakes HQ. It will be on your birthday, October 15th, 2016. You will be turning how old? October 15th. I'm giving you the opportunity to pick your age here. What do you want to be? 21. Wow, you went a lot further back than I thought you were going to. I mean, by what, like a couple of years? <laughs> I thought you were going to be like 28. I could do 28. Okay, well, it's on your it's on your birthday. And we are borrowing an idea from your deceased band, the Templies. Yeah. We are going to be hosting a cereal party. Yes, we are. We... We're going to have, a, like, a cereal buffet. There's going to be so many kinds of cereal. Yeah, and bring your own if you want. Yeah, bring your favorites. Uh, there'll be lots of milk and bowls and spoon. No skim milk. D- different Fuck ki- you if you need skim milk. I, I think maybe we could buy, like a, like, one of those little pint bottles of skim milk if there's, like, a weirdo that needs it. Um, no, seriously. But we can you. we can get some two percent, maybe one percent. I'm I don't want to push yeah. it. And then you know we'll get some soy milk or some almond milk for our lactose intolerant friends. Soy milk is good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, you know there'll be alcohol. There'll be great music. Yeah. Cereal and booze. Jack might do a live performance of the theme song. <laughs> we might have uh, new merch ready to roll out for you to purchase. Uh, we'll have lots of fun activities going we, you on. You just turned this into a Tupperware party. You, you, you're like real slyly. You're like, guys, come over for all these fun activities. And if you would like to sign up to purchase some of our Tupperware. Well, what kind of Tupperware parties have music and alcohol? All of them, I think. Well, not the kind of music and not the kind of alcohol that we're going to have. <laughs> okay. Um, Wine coolers. We're trying to get a beer... If anyone that listens to this show knows has access to a beer pong table, call us at 1-800-FLANNEL-CAKES. Or you could use the aforementioned email on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, let us know. We want one of those. And let's talk about some fucking sweet DIY work that we did. Yes. Okay, now before we even get to the DIY work that DIY. we did on the, yeah, on the new FCHQ... Let's talk about the last DIY project we did together. I bet you don't even remember this. Do you remember what it was? Is it when we made that water feature at your mom's house? It's weird that you call it a water feature. I would have called it a pond. Okay. We built a pretty fucking sweet pond one time. Yeah, and it had like a little waterfall. It was intricate. It had like a lot of layers sweet. and like shit going Fancy on all rocks. around it. It's like a whole landscape. Like like not shitty rocks, but like the smooth, shiny kind, you like, know? Like a fucking rock, you know what yeah. I mean? It's good stuff. <clears throat> do you remember? Uh, do you remember what we found when we were digging up the old pond that was there? Because it was like a crappy old pond that my dad had built. Not really. And my dad was already deceased at this point. Do you remember what we found digging up? Your your dad's hidden treasure. No, we found like 
buried underneath the pond was some of my brother's homework from when he was in like seventh grade. Oh my grade. god, yes. And at the time, my brother was like in his 30s at this point. And like he didn't even, this is in a different house. Like I lived in a different house with my parents than he did. So somehow this homework from when my brother was in like seventh grade migrated to this new house in a different city and then somehow ended up buried underneath the pond that my dad built in the backyard. Yeah, it's real weird. Did you ask your mom about it? Yeah, I don't remember what she said. Anyway, uh, so we did some fucking cool stuff at the new FCHQ. For yeah, we the built party. a pond and a waterfall. No, <laughs> no we didn't. Um, no, we built a gate uh, so we can keep little shithead in. He can come out and meet people, and you know, yep, do some mingling at a the party. Magnetic but... closure because he's weak and he can't open it. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a gate that weighs like half a pound, but yeah. he's such a little puss that he's not going to be able to open right. it. Um, and then we took the nasty, old, ratty, piece of shit fire pit that was in the backyard. Yeah. The, the fire pit, it was really just a, a pile of charred up cinder blocks. And lots of centipedes. There were many, many <laughs> so, centipedes man. buried underneath yeah. it. It was a centipede. Yeah. And there was like a, a lot of like beer bottles and beer cans and like, uh, what's it? What's the fucking... Condoms? No, the, the <laughs> thing you put in your mouth and you go like this and you... It's, it gives you mouth cancer. Oh, skull. I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> it looked like you were jerking somebody off. No, because you, aren't you supposed to take the little can and go like this with it? Isn't that like part of it? Yeah, you're supposed to... Uh, you, put, you put your mouth on it and then... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so we... It was a nasty fire pit. We took that shit all out and we put in a brand new totally awesome fire pit. It's like really nice and shiny it's and cool. Sweet. And uh there's going to be s'mores for sure. S'mores uh, I think we're going to have hot dogs. Yeah, I th- and all that burgers. Sh- all that shit's going to be there, but you got to understand I love s'mores so much. I don't even care about all those. I could just eat s'mores. Are we going to grill? Oh yeah. Grill burgers. We're going to get we're gonna propane have, and propane we're accessories. Have burgers and pizza and s'mores and hot dogs and cereal and booze. You'll be the grill master and there will be lots of Hank Hill references. Okay. Cuz it is a propane grill. It is. Sweet lady propane. <laughs> so, uh all of the information that you need to know about that party will be coming out on Facebook soon. Yeah. Um I'm going to go ahead and say now, you know, it's open to all of our past guests. It's open to all of our future guests. It's open to all of our friends. If you want to bring a friend, like anybody, totally welcome to come. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting news. Uh, Is there anything else that you want to talk about? This episode's running kind of long. New logo, new stickers, new buttons, anthropomorphic ducks. I just did all this work to not give away what the new merch is. And then you just went out and said it. I didn't say that was our merch. I was just, I just said stickers and buttons. <laughs> people. Well, there's people more. There's more merch coming. It's yeah, not just the, buttons. The lampshades. We, we actually we, we contacted Yankee Candle. This is why we can't afford the <laughs> Z- the Ziploc brand name bag. We got our own custom scent made. What is with the a, scent? <laughs> it smells like our podcast. <laughs> it smells like cereal and farts. This is over. <laughs>